Look at look at the message that I got. Hello, this is Annie from DoorDash. <laughs> I left your food at your door. Enjoy. Shout out to Annie, man. She know I'm doing a podcast. Like, and ain't nobody about to be broadcasting this and like <laughs> receiving all these unwanted interactions and conversations and having to explain it a thousand million fifty eleven times and everybody want to be all in on your business and stuff and speculate and all that. Someone needs to do a thesis on the origin of fifty eleven. Are you recording now? You recording this conversation? Yes, I am. Inappropriate. I don't consent to this. I had, I just hit record like five seconds ago. Okay. When Victoria was talking about her, her friend not getting invited to a wedding. I said they get invited. They just know when it's time to know. What should I get from, from um, DoorDash? What they got? Is DoorDash good in Jersey? I just thought you would know off the, off the top. Huh? Are they good in Jersey? Because we've had like bad experiences with them in St. Louis and Atlanta. So we don't even get anything from them at all. Well, I'm from St. Louis, Victoria. Uber Eats, bro, basically. I mean, no, mm. not at all. But like, you know, you yeah. be there. It, yeah. Mm. It's, it's just, I mean, basically. It is what it is now. I spent two weeks in St. Louis once. How was it? How was that? Hmm. You sound like my wife. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> it's like this is a place like, I don't necessarily. Two weeks is my limit. To. I need to. I need to leave. Wait a minute now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. I plan to be funny today. Let's do it, Lon. You plan on being funny? today? I plan on it now. That's yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Why? Seems know. inorganic. It feels contrived. I don't like plan on being funny, Keith. <laughs> he might be awesome. Mm. All right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Dang, see, now he's like, he threw pressure. that out there. Yeah, yeah. And both of us were like, nah, <laughs> we don't. That's not what we came here for or what we want or expect from you as a friend, bro. All that trying to do stuff, stuff, like just be yourself. Just be here. And <laughs> yeah. been being here. Yeah, and that's cool. We're good with that. <laughs> but we'll see how this goes. Can't wait. See, but now every time I make a joke, <laughs> it's going to be seen like I'm trying, trying to be funny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, I was there. I'm not saying anything. You were. Because <laughs> now I'd be like, so you wanted that to be funny. Oh. Okay. And now it's not going to be funny. <laughs> it's not going to be funny. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have put that out there. Okay, who knew that the train was so dope? The train, like going from like state to state. I've never done it. I've never done Amtrak before. How far times. were you going on Amtrak? I only though? went from Jersey to Philly, like okay. no, North Jersey to Philly. Was but it's like, like there's only like a fifty-two. No, fifty-two minutes. Ah, that's cool. Solid. That's usually like an hour, hour, twenty minute drive. Nah, that's dope. I did. Uh, I think the most I've done on the train is about an hour, and it was straight. I don't understand why people don't do it more, more often. Like, because you can I mean, fly. 
<laughs> no, I know. I mean, I'm talking about for like short distances you could like instead of like driving because it's mad cheap. I mean, going and coming, it was a hundred dollars. It was one ten to be exact. Yeah, that's not terrible. Yeah, I was on a train for sixteen hours one time. Doing what? Going from Atlanta to Philly. That's a sixteen-hour trip. Yeah, it ain't sixteen hours driving. It's like ten, right? From Philly, ten. Like ten, twelve. If you driving, it's like twelve hours. Yeah, and stops and all that. Mm. Mm. How was that? It's very long. It was an overnight train. I was with my mom and my sister. Not recommended. Mm. Oh, so I was like, I'm only flying. Hmm. So go by yourself. I mean, there's nowhere I really need to go by train. I'm liking a train, man. Yeah. I support this. I think I would like it more if I lived up north. Why? I feel like it makes more sense. Why? If I'm up north. Because I feel like like the northeast is a lot more consolidated. I feel like down here, one, it's a matter of like in the mm. South, things are so spread out. And then it's you're like, right. if you're trying to go somewhere, do they that. even have a train station? Like that, that would be worth that you going sense. into. And you probably still gonna need a car once you get there. So I might as well drive if I'm trying to get somewhere mm. in the Southeast. Mm. Thought through right. this. Okay. Planes, trains, mm-hmm. and automobiles. Yes. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking about it because, you know, like finally after months of this I'm starting to get a little uh yeah cabin fever yeah so uh mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that's about places bad. to go to now nah, that's wrong I want to go Y'all to the mountains but I'm scared mind, I can't I don't know if anyone's saying anything so I'll just be quiet because oh. I know because nah, I, I know we we're recording can you not see us? Can you not hear us? I see and hear y'all now. Okay. Oh, okay. But you know, once we get going, going, I won't say anything. Uh, I just, I just <laughs> let it be what it is. <laughs> You're not gonna be funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to be funny. Y'all ruined that. I was trying to backtrack. <laughs> we ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stop. I was about to ask you, how long did you plan that? Were you thinking about it? Like, you know, I'm going to be funny today. Last podcast. After last, I knew it. I was like, I knew it came after the last podcast. He was like, I'm going a, I'm to a work to be funny next week. <laughs> well, you know, I, I've always said that, though. But, like, I just worded differently. Yeah. I said, I'm going to drop. I'll say stuff like, I'm going to drop 45 on y'all today. <laughs> no correlation. That's the that's the that's exactly what I mean by it. How do y'all not know that? <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess y'all are doing good. Don't assume. All right, how y'all doing, man? I'm good. <laughs> Mom, you walked right into that one. Right, <laughs> you walked right into it. This is. All right, this is that guy for the group. To, oh, you good? My bad. Oh, wow. Okay. Right, right. My bad, my bad. That's cool. I'm fine. Thanks I'm for fine. asking. I'm so sorry. You ever not want to get door dashed because you don't want to <laughs> put the uh, the driver through it? What you mean? 
That's a job. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now rethinking about it. I'm thinking about how much that costs to get to your door. Like I'm paying for two meals. Yeah. Two yeah. meals for the I'm pay, I'm getting one meal for the price of two. Bruh, one time I wanted to get some Jamaican food from literally probably a mile from my house. It the fee was ten dollars. <laughs> the food was ten dollars, the fee was ten dollars. And I was like, don't disrespect me, I'm about to go cook. Mm. like it's just yeah. like that's been one of like the main frustrations of like trying to get and it's like man like party wants to especially the places you at least like and you like the people know you you're like man I want to support them because a couple of spots we used to go to shut down yeah um so I was like man I want to you know help y'all keep y'all doors open but it's fee I don't know Nothing will get me in the kitchen faster than an Uber Eats. Food. <laughs> it's I crazy, really, man. Yo, one time, Cause, man. Yeah, because they adding they adding to the cost of it already. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff is more expensive than what it is if, than if you like were to go yourself already, and then it's the the delivery fee, and mm-hmm. then it's the um, tax on top of that. And then they want you to tip people. I'm like, y'all yeah. tip them for what I gave y'all. I hate when they do that. A tip? What you mean a tip? Tip. Here's a tip. Lower y'all prices. <laughs> I wish you could do that. I wish, right? And then they still can't find my door half the time. Oh. Bro, it's trash. That defeats the purpose. I'll write in the instruction. Please do not call me. Find it. <laughs> your job <laughs> yes find it why are you calling me this we are in a pandemic right of epic proportions we're in a i don't know about epic proportions but we're in a pandemic it's pretty epic it's pretty epic i i, I look at you guys as historians so i thought you had like another <laughs> pandemic in mind it was like no because it's not like the pandemic from 1902 so so <laughs> last time i think the last time <laughs> it was just- I'm like, well, the influenza. I was like, how many people did that take? The last time it was this bad was probably, or this concerning was 1918. That was the Spanish flu. See? That started in Philadelphia. Yeah. So. And they went down a very similar (laughs) path. Very similar path. Very similar path. Uh, I think, was it Philly or New York? Some, maybe New York or Philly didn't, uh, didn't close the city. So like quarantine isn't a new thing. So right. they have like that. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, St. Louis, they shut down, shut the city, shut everything out immediately, and basically they flattened their curve. I think Philly didn't do it. They had a parade the next day. I think a couple hundred thousand people attended, and that was like one of the worst outbreaks, like literally in history. Yeah. So, see, fun fact, <laughs> right in the middle of my story. So. <laughs> So, these this you know we we in a pandemic. This dude was like, um, "Hey man, I can't find your house." I said, "Yeah, I'm the last. I'm in the last building. Mm-hmm. The unit number is is the unit number is five one eight. So it's building five. Come to building five. I'm the building right by the sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm in the middle of the other street. You man, I can't I can't find it. Can you come outside?" I said. No. <laughs> no. 
That's why I called you guys so that I would not have to come out. To come outside. Outside. Then All there's I one dude. Do is open my door. This one dude came to the door, came to the door, rang the bell, and waited till I opened up the door with his mask off. I'm like, what is the point? <laughs> Drop it and go. What? Ain't no telling what you've been doing in that car. You see, with I think with Uber Eats and Grubhub, they give you an option now of hey, uh, leave it at the front door, ring the bell. Like I did that. He still, still wanted to see my face. <laughs> I want to see if you the dude from the pit. Hold on. <laughs> uh, all right, hey, enjoy. I'll, I'll I'll try. <laughs> It'd be funny when people from like Uber East pull up on your bicycles and stuff. But I'm like, man, bro, you you. You better not ever pull yeah. up on me. And <laughs> for sure, my food is cold. Some of them do that. <laughs> Did you bring a microwave with you? <laughs> because it's cold. <laughs> anyway, y'all, this is Thank God for Group Chat. I'm lying. Got all the breeze going through my eyes <laughs> and, and burger. <laughs> Keith is here. Victoria is here. <laughs> and we're trying to make it through. I hope you uh, don't want this hot <laughs> <laughs> I'm for showing this bike. <laughs> Man, you know what we did the other night? Uh, I went to get food from this uh, the the fry trap in Atlanta. Mm. Why, why are you going to a place called the Fly Trap? <laughs> the Fry Fry. fry. Uh, fry trap. Nope, too close. <laughs> no. Too close. Look, you hear what you did? It is so good. Fly trap, fly trap, fly trap, fly trap. (laughs) Nope, still the fry trap and still bomb food. So, no, you order the food. You order your, you put your order in on um, Instagram. It's still still a fry trap. (laughs) It's still a fry trap. In the name of Jesus. Nope. You're not going to put your order in on Instagram and um, you go pick it up from his house. What? (laughs) Wait. You put your order in. Yes. You DM him on Instagram. You put your order in. You cash app him, and you go pick it up from his house. This is a hood establishment. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, he, he I Pittsburgh. Love it. If you're not, if you're not, not Pittsburgh, PA. If you're not in Atlanta, there's a spot in yeah. the on the west side called Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's the hood. Um, oh, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please be very safe. Keep all hands in, inside of the vehicle at all times. Listen, I was like, I'm not going to say it's good. I'm not going to say it's like, good. Right. Don't it, mislead but these people. But, but they try to gentrify it. Very, they they're doing are. their best they can to try and gentrify it. <laughs> at the moment. That's one place they do need to gentrify. <laughs> can we talk about that? Yes. Dude, dude. Is all gentrification bad gentrification? No. I have a strong standpoint on this. I mean, judging by where you live at now. Okay, so my thing is like, (laughs) I always say, look, you have to look at, there's a difference between how something is defined and how it is applied. Gentrification Mm -hmm. defined is not a bad thing. Like, it's not a terrible thing. Mm -hmm. There's supposed to be a cap. On gentrification, the unfortunate thing is when you have money-hungry people come into play. Mm, developers, which, I mean, genu- generally speaking, those are white people who hold majority of the funds. Um, they get very 
like they have this appetite that they can't stop feeding as soon as they see that there's potential in a space and that cap gets blown off. And that's why gentrification now gets such a bad rap because people go too far with it. Like there's supposed to be a threshold. Like there's a gentrification is supposed to instill like a balance of revitalization, but also not completely destroying communities. But unfortunately, gentrification, as we see it in practice, it destroys communities while bringing in people who have not natively been from there. Mm -hmm. And that's the issue with it that a lot of people, I mean, self-included that I have with gentrification. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We need a, that's why they got me here, button. we need to bring back um, sound effects. <laughs> There's a way. Speaking of Paul Pierce. <laughs> We're not going to talk about nothing on this list today. Go ahead. What's his that's issue? All. No, we are. We are. We are. No, go his, ahead, because I want to talk about this. What's his issue, man? What's his deal? I don't know, man. I feel like. Uh, I feel like Paul Pierce, for you, those of you who may not know, Paul Pierce is an NBA player, well, former NBA player. He's now retired. He's, sorry. He's an NBA player. Um, He nailed a, a crucial shot in the playoffs one year in the twilight of his career. Yes. And he shouted out, that's why they got me here. That's why they got me here. Yeah. That's not his claim to fame, but that's the correlation between what Victoria said in this segue into what Lana is telling us about. Continue. Uh, yeah, bro, I don't know. Victoria didn't know. So I didn't. I was <laughs> like, what? I, was like, I feel like I think you know when you, you, there are people that think that they more that they're more than they are, or in their heads, and they actually are in real life. And like you do, I don't know. One championship. I don't know, man. Paul Pierce is just. But what happened? What did he do? Like, what? What's the deal? Why is he in the news? Why is him and LeBron being? Oh, what did he say about LeBron? He basically said LeBron is in in, in his top five, and he said because he said it. That's the reason was because LeBron, I guess, didn't build his own dynasty or didn't have a dynasty or something like that. And I'm like, LeBron has had several of those. <laughs> no. Paul Pierce didn't build his own dynasty. He did. That's Danny Ainge didn't that did that. But no, they no. I don't know, bro. It wasn't built. It was bought. I don't know. So I, so that was he's been in the news mainly because of that, and people are saying he's just mad because of what LeBron did when the Heat came in, and basically kept the Celtics out of contention for a championship until the team broke up and Garnett and him left. As an NBA player, your list should look different from the pedestrians. Yeah, it should definitely look different. Paul Pierce having fought many wars against LeBron playoff-wise. Yeah. His list should look different. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. But um, You You know that it's wrong and you know that it's skewed. But, you know, Paul Pierce saying that Le- Paul Pierce said the right thing as Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. All encompassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, yeah. We could get off that. I just wanted to know. Yeah. People were up in arms about it because they were like, you're just saying this because this because of what they did to the Celtics. Um, right. And rightfully so. When they came in. So, you know, since we're in the NBA. Um, Here's what I don't like. 
Though. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. If Kobe is number nine on ESPN's list of all-time greats. I don't even understand how. Go ahead. I don't understand. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense from a we didn't like him standpoint. Mm -hmm. And we can't concede and say that he is this person that we've always talked about. You'll say things like Kobe was the closest thing to Michael Jordan. So are you saying the closest thing to Michael Jordan is eight spots away? Yeah, they got to break that down more. It doesn't make no. If they break it down, he don't come up number nine. Exactly. So I'm saying, if you're saying that, you need to further explain why he ends up that far down the list. Are you saying in terms of skill set? Are you saying in terms of winning ability? Are you saying in terms of tenacity? What is it? Because if you're saying he's the closest to all time, Kobe top five. Period. Dead or alive. Without thinking about it, Kobe Kobe Bryant is top five. Without thinking about it. Kobe top five, man. Like, it is what it is. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. And, and, not, and I don't respect any list that don't have Kobe in their top five. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Kobe top if, five. If Kobe has passed, and there's only seven guys that have um, amassed 30,000 plus points in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's only just... seven of them. So he should be at least seven. Mm-hmm. With rings and MVPs. And then he's passed Michael Jordan in scoring those points. Mm-hmm. Now, it still is not an indi- I mean, it's an indication, but it doesn't say that you're better than him. But I've usurped you in the most important facet of the game. I scored. I scored. Like, scoring, I've scored more <laughs> points than you. Yeah. I'm seven. I'm eight spots away from you. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. That's all. And that's that's my TED Talk. All right. Uh, speaking of the NBA. Should Lon be leading this podcast, Victoria? Because he doesn't have a microphone. It don't matter. I can edit it. Oh. Huh? You going to edit a microphone in Goddamn. Already? Back up. We don't have to let everybody know when we run out of the time. We can, we can just know for ourselves and, you know. I'm sorry. It just they don't have to I was be like it ain't been participate in this part of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the NBA, um they talking about playing at Disney sometime in July. They work they're trying to work it out. Uh I, I I don't know how I don't know what the plan is. I I just I don't know, man. Some people are saying uh <laughs> some teams shouldn't even show up because they're not gonna get in the playoffs, no way. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's true. If you the Hawks, why you coming in? Why you coming out of Florida? Hey, 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 relax. But, but seriously, yeah. what you going to do? When was the last time you went to a Hawks game? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes last time she was on that train with her mom and her sister. Bye. Were you still with Evan? Who? Who? Terrence? Who? None of these are his real names. So why are we saying who? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, she so NBA is trying to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Topics I'm not interested in, but we'll, let's push the needle forward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know how it's going to. I don't know. Pardon me, just like, just let whoever's in the playoffs now, just let them go, let them play. Wait, so what's the purpose of this? 
to finish the season. Oh, I forgot the season did get cut short. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we are in a vortex. I'm like, what? I'm like, where did where did we hit pause at? Like, where did things stand? Uh, March by March 12th, I think. Oh, okay, uh, correct. It's been a yes. while. It's been okay. a while. So yes, NBA season was cut. Yes, yeah, so it was cut short, and um, they have been debating whether or not they're going to cancel the season, whether or not they're going to bring it back, and how they're going to do it safely. Of course, there aren't going to be any fans involved. Um, so it'll definitely just be a bunch of pickup games, um, honestly. So they're saying late July, maybe, and they'll just try and finish the season. And they were thinking about starting the season later in the year anyway. So um, we're going to see. Uh, we're going to see. They, they, the players want to get back to it. You know, ball is life. They should. They, they're not getting paid. Right. I was like, they're not making money. So, yes, as anybody who is without a job right now. Yeah. They ready to get back to work. <laughs> How weird is that going to be playing in a quiet stadium? I mean, they work out together in the off season and stuff, so it'll just be that, but with actual rules. <laughs> it's just bunch, it's just playing at the gym at the Y with the referee. <laughs> playing at the Y. We'll probably see. Hmm. You know what I think is going to happen? I think we're going to see cats that weren't shining before shine now. Mm-hmm. I was I used to be afraid to ball in front of a crowd of people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. imagine like it's just y'all in the gym together. Yeah. We gonna see some exciting game. Yeah. And people always love to see the uh the little clips, social media clips uh all, you know, all of them balling in the off season together. So mm-hmm. I figured just be the same I mean it's thing. A, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just I don't know. I think it'll be the same thing, but I'm also wary of, well, wasn't no referees in there calling nothing. They were just playing. So then it's like, you throw the referees in there, I don't know how it's going to affect the pace of the game. I don't know. It might just, mm. it might be great, but it also could end up being really weird. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. All right. Let's get into some Victorian topics. <laughs> Some Victorian topics. Yes, <laughs> we clubbing in Atlanta, baby. We back. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I have to stay off of Instagram. We back, baby. Um, some video clips have emerged on social media of a couple establishments um, open for business. Um, uh, you know, bringing the nightlife back because, um, you know, we've been without it for, what, two months now? And, Maybe two uh, weeks. If even. <laughs> if even. So, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. People are just trying to get out, you know, and uh, with they figure instead of being in an open area, the safest place to do that is to be in a crowded um, venue with people uh, all around, no ventilation. Um, you know, at a bar, people probably sweating and all that stuff too. Even if they coughing or sneezing, you can't hear them anyway. So why bother? I also saw a video of people like literally flooding Edgewood, um, 
this weekend as well. So um, we back, baby. Some restaurants are opening full swing. I've driven past, I've past places and seen people eating outside and stuff. Um, so, you know, it's go time. It's um, go time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victoria, tell us how you feel. I'm... <laughs> I'm really over it. I honestly feel like I keep trying to check having a spirit of judgment. Mm. It's really, it's really challenging. It's very of challenging. Of, of good judgment? No, of being like. Oh, this is about to turn into a whole different conversation. <laughs> I, uh, it's hard because I look and I'm just like, y'all are being stupid. Like, absolutely stupid. Like, that is point blank, period. But then I'm like, well, I don't know. No, you know what? I don't feel bad about judging people. I take it back. And I'm sick of the world trying to make us feel bad about judging people. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, should I feel bad for judging? Because everybody's like, everybody's a judgy. I'm like, no, because you're being stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think, actually, what is even crazier to me is just like, People will post. I need some people to remove me from their close friends slash I have blocked them at this point because I'm just like, I'm not the friend that you need to be flaunting the fact that you're doing stupid stuff around because, yes, I'm sitting here and I'm questioning every single thing about our friendship at this point. Half of y'all don't even want to be friends with after this. They thought thought you was for play play. I was like. (laughs) Oh, Victoria don't mind. Look, yeah. I'm like, oh, I sent, I'm like, if my social media posts have not shown you anything, I certainly do mine. Just, <laughs> so don't, click, just don't click the green. You yes. know it ain't go. Yeah. No, I've honestly just gotten to the point where like I call it what it is, but I do have I have blocked people from viewing their stories. I'm just like, I can I cannot see you just com- consistently disregard uh-huh. other people, and like this is frustrating me and my homegirls. So. I'm just, and I think another thing is, I think the fact that people talk about, oh, y'all are so busy judging everyone, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but you're being dumb enough to post it on, like, you don't have to post your foolishness. Yeah, don't let let us Publicly. Like, you really could be covert, fool, like, being stupid, but it's just like, the fact that you acknowledge in some part, in some layer of your consciousness, you acknowledge that you probably should not be doing this. So instead of just shutting up and being quiet and doing whatever you need to do privately, you then get on social media posting. You're just like, y'all gonna judge me, but yeah, that's cute just clips of me like hanging out with 15 people at a like getting margaritas right now at happy hour. I'm just like, I don't, I'm like, please where make it make sense. Like, you know, this is stupid. So I know you know this is stupid. Yet here we are. <laughs> hold on, hold, on, hold that thought right there. We'll be right back after these messages on the Steve Harvey show. We got more. We'll be right back. Oh hell no! You mean to tell your ex she said, "Yeah, yeah, what the hell was that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So before we left. Um, we were talking about um, people judging people in light of the COVID-19 uh, stinks. Uh, I want to say stay your ground. Stay your ground, but it's not. <laughs> it's, 
What is it called? What's it called officially? <laughs> shelter in place. Shelter, shelter in place. place. <laughs> Stand your ground. I mean, you know. Like you <laughs> Give or take. Bye. Bye. More or less, you know. Um, <laughs> Victoria, you were saying. Uh, what was I saying? Just people publicly like acknowledge, like you acknowledge that what you're doing is stupid, but then you still post it on social media acknowledging that you're being stupid, and then further putting it on display of you just completely disregarding anything that anyone should be doing right now. And it's crazy, also, because it's just like a lot of us were acknowledging that Kemp was doing the craziest of things and like being like, it's like we're opening the state back up and y'all were all up in arms being like, it's too soon. That's crazy. That doesn't make sense. Yet still y'all are playing like a lot of people who were saying this one thing, but are then playing into this whole idea that we are back open. And I'm just like, the two cannot exist. Like you, you're a Kemp supporter at this point. Congratulations. Oh, man, there's so many things I could that I want to touch on right now. Man, but I'll start here. I think um, one of the things that we're seeing visually is that the whole idea that just because something is legal doesn't mean that it's right. You know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? Like, we fall into that all the time. It's like, well, it's legal, so it must be right. And you're seeing right. it played out in real time in living color. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not talk about, quote, unquote, sin that we can't see or, or you know, morals, this, that. And, and this is something that we can all agree on is detrimental. And, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and affects not just yourself, but mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yes, I don't want to, maybe I shouldn't do this. This might, it might be right to stay in my house, but there's also this conflicting thing. This, there's this law that is conflicting with me that says, well, no, it's legal. It's not mm-hmm. a law. It's legal. I can. And left into my own devices, I'm not going to choose the right thing. Right. <laughs> you know, what? What? I think, and it's, it's interrupted so many, um, I don't know, like, it's interrupted routines that are, like, not, like, I think people need to just step back and, like, hey, I don't need to go to the club this weekend. But, and that's my other point. That was my I other point don't. when we when we talked about this on Instagram the other day, and I, I texted the podcast. I said, this, this is my point right here. There is, and, yeah, I'm going I'm to get pseudo deep here. There is a specific type of people that migrate and have migrated to Atlanta. You understand where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. where I'm going? Mm-hmm. There is a specific type of people. They've come to Atlanta for a purpose. There's a reason why they're there. They're, and it's, and that I'm not going to say at the core is wrong, but like, Things can be tainted and perverted, depending mm-hmm. who's got his hand on it at the at a yeah. particular time. But I come down there because I want to be with people. 
I come down there because I want to be in community. I come down there because I want to be out and about. I come down there because I want to be able to experience Atlanta in the summertime mm-hmm. uh, and during these months, like where the sun is out and all of that type Atlanta's of stuff. Atlanta's black LA. But not, yeah, yes, yes, but not even necessarily, I'm not, yes, and I know you're not saying this, but I, yeah. I want to be clear. I'm not talking about black people specifically yeah. right now. Yeah. There is a specific type of person that moves to Atlanta for these specific reasons. And this COVID-19 thing is jacking them up mentally. Mm. Mentally. It does not compute to them. It's a literal definition of cabin fever. Like the, but it's not like real cabin fever. No. You know, like, this isn't real cabin fever. It's played out as cabin fever. Yeah. It's people that have a cabin fever syndrome, period. Yeah. Yeah. Or say you're an extrovert, but you like this extreme extrovert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, you can't be alone. And, like, you're afraid to be alone. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's And we don't know where it all comes from because everyone is different, but mm-hmm. it's being manifested. I don't know why everybody moved to Atlanta for a specific reason deeper than I want to be where the people are. Mm-hmm. Little a, a la Little Mermaid or whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There's I'm not saying that specifically, but people are going there for the purpose of being around people. And when they can't be around these type of people that can't be around people, they in a way, there's there's gonna be a galvanization, them galvanizing, saying, Look, well, if y'all meeting over there, and I know that it's wrong for us to meet over there, but there's a part of me in my mind that says, At no, least I'm not by myself. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm over it. I and honestly it like it- this has no, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. This is honestly just also made me question so heavily, just like living in this city. Mm. If I'm being honest. Okay. Like, I mean, I've always had a desire to like move out. Like, we were talking about this a few podcasts ago, like not wanting to live in America, like get out of America for a bit. But all of this, for a I'm bit. just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, for me, I would ultimately want to come back home. But it's <laughs> you just calling his home. I'm swimming. <laughs> is this you trying to be funny or is this no? Is this the okay? It's anyway. just funny to me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't call America home, but it, you do to each his own. Okay, anyways, so this is just like reinvigorated this thought. America like, ain't never called. <laughs> You said it was done. I ain't Dr. Umar. (laughs) No, what is no Muhammad Ali said it. He said, um, Viet Cong ain't no Viet Cong ain't never called me down there. Go ahead, Victoria. Okay, anyways. This is is your home. This lane is your land. This lane is mine. Okay, and so it's just also reinvigorated this desire to like get out, like leave. Because I'm just like I can't. Not to say that stupid people don't exist everywhere, but um, yeah, it's laws, just hard having it thrown in your face. Laws are put in place yeah. for the dumbest of us, for the most stupid of us. Yes, you may not do this, but someone dumber than you might. Yeah. And so we we're only as strong as the dumbest person in our nation. 
Yes. Right? <laughs> so yes. absolutely in place. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. no, or or in your state or whatever it might be. Someone has done this, therefore we have to implement this. Um but my third point being the whole judgment point that I knew nothing about. I didn't know that this whole don't judge me spirit was still floating around. It's probably just I didn't know. At at its convenience. Absolutely. Yeah. It's out there. I think I think it got kind of I did not know it would rear its ugly head in this moment. But it's never yeah, of course, right? I'm overestimating. Yeah. Of course. I think it's a lot of it has been very it's been drowned out for the most part because of cancel culture. Because that's what we've been doing for the in large Uh, in large part. Cancel culture. We have been judging people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've picked some some like whether it's like extremities or things that are forgivable to be like, nah, we gonna cancel this person. <laughs> and it's like, but we move on, you know, a week later or two weeks later, or we just move on. Like, it's just not, it had, we haven't had to stop if that makes sense, mm. you know, and uh, we haven't had to point the guns at ourselves. Mm. So now that somebody else is pointing the gun at us, it's like, y'all don't judge me. Y'all just be, y'all just judging me. Like, I don't have to do this. And you know what? You're right. You don't have to. But in some part, you have to acknowledge that, yeah, nobody's saying don't hang out. But you have to acknowledge that going where you're in a a hundred people in a box, like, come on. Like, you have to at least acknowledge, like, yo, like, maybe, maybe this isn't the wisest thing to be doing right now. You know? I don't think people fully get it either. And yes. but I also can't put it past them that they don't get it. This is true. Our governor didn't know that the <laughs> virus could be transferred with people that had no symptoms. Yes. He just found out a month ago and he's the yeah. leader of the state. So it's very possible. You know what I mean? The body, if you the head, the body gonna follow. So but um but even but the whole judgment piece, I want to speak to this as a believer, man, because I think that whole judgment thing gets well, people have made it cloudy and it's very clear. Right. As a as a Christian, we often hear don't judge lest you be judged and all of that type of stuff. Or, you know, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And, you know, um, how can you say something when you got this log in your eye, you know, mm-hmm. trying to pull the speck out of this man's eye when you have the log in your eye. It's saying people, <clears throat> it's not saying don't judge in any case whatsoever. It's saying before you judge, make sure that you have are on solid ground to judge and to be able <laughs> to deliver this rebuke, if as it were, you know, to this person. You know what I mean? Like, so you can't say, you can't say, hey man, your health's dirty. It's like, I know you're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> you you got you got trash on the porch. You know what I mean? I'm not coming to you. You know what I mean? So it's not saying, it's not saying don't judge at all. It's saying like, yo, if you're going to judge, if you're you're going to judge, make sure that that your stuff is together. And it's also saying the other scriptures are saying, um, 
Like when you judge, don't judge so harshly mm-hmm. lest you fall into sin because you're going to want that same amount of grace that you were given that, you're that, you, need. that you bestowed. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but, but in the house of God, in the kingdom of God, and that's a preacher's voice. <laughs> My God. In the house of God, the king in the kingdom of God. <laughs> do my Tony, my Tony Evans. So the Bible, so the Bible says that in the house of God, that 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 people often try to do certain things. That you sound more like Bill Cosby. This was skewing on Bill Cosby. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Jared think I sound like Tony Evans. So oh, you wouldn't know that's, that. For that's sure. the that's, only that's opinion true. that matters. That's true. That's true. Right. It is. <laughs> no, but um, yes. So, in the kingdom of God, as as believers, believer to believer, you are able to judge, mm-hmm. and you should, you mm-hmm. should. So you don't let, so that you're not just letting sin run rampant all around the church. And that's that's a trick of the enemy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, if I if I got the whole ideology that I'm not allowed to say something to somebody because we're not supposed to judge, all types of stuff is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. All type of COVID nineteen stuff is going to be happening in the, in the church and amongst the brethren. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, which it already is happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I would say even as a Christian in non, um, quote unquote non well quote unquote secular things because as we know nothing secular but like we are supposed to judge in certain instances that's all I want to say about that mm-hmm. you know what I mean I appreciate that yeah so yes thank you so my point is to Victoria don't be ashamed or be afraid to say to call things what they are to to call people out on certain things because that as believers that is mm-hmm. one of our mandates we yeah. are mandated to do that. We are in so many respects. Um, I don't want to say the voice of God, but we are the body of Christ. You yeah. know what I mean? Christ would say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So cats out here just thinking that they're doing the right thing and to not. Um, don't judge me because I'm putting everyone's life at risk. Like, no, like, that no, doesn't. I'm judge you for that. Yes. I'm going to judge you so that you can know where, mm-hmm. where you're where your error is. That's what judgment is for. This is where you erred. This is, and so you know where you're wrong. This is how we get it right. Because now we know where we are. That The enemy loves to do that, man. Mm-hmm. Like to For people to just make everything fluid so that mm-hmm. you can't nail down what Nothing. that spirit is at that time. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. mm. You good? You done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of brethren and the faith, uh, the president of our United States of America currently is saying that all churches should go ahead and open because they are essential services. Which and one he going to after? after right. The, uh, the golf course. Golf course, oh. United Methodist. <laughs> Episcopalian. Episcopalian Church and God in Christ. Mm. Um, he could you. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine, Donald, you brought the sunshine. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I pray one day, right? Ah, uh, Lord willing, man. 
We all gonna be Christians when it's said and done. What a thing that would be. Every knee shop. Mm. Um I mean, we might not be going to know, but we all gonna be believing. <laughs> <laughs> That's another deep dive for another thought, day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I thought about that this morning, bro. I thought about this morning. I was like, yo. I said to to a lot of people, this earth is heaven to them. I don't know you know, better. to a lot of people, this is the only heaven that they'll ever experience. Yeah. And what and what a shame. Hence, hence, I need to go to the club on the weekends. Like, no, I, for real. I cannot be by myself. I can't be in the house. I have to go do something. But why is that hence? You don't have to go. To- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this, like, the present. This is the all present, I have to look forward to. Like, the present self is... The present self and like mm. glorifying the present self and getting as much out of the present self for self mm-hmm. in the moment, like I only got one life to live. Hence, mm. this is how I live it while I'm here. Not selfishly, knowing, not knowing there is more to come. Self servantly. Yeah. Get all that I can, quote unquote, because you're not really getting all that you can out of this yeah. life if you don't have the Lord. But I, yeah, I want to let people know anybody that's listening to this, that's not your only choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. this earth isn't the only heaven that you have to have, you yeah. know? For us, this is the only heaven for us that we're doing this podcast for. This is the only hell that we'll ever experience. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, this COVID-19 thing, I'm like, y'all are experiencing this type of stuff in what y'all call heaven. You know what I mean? I, I'm thinking about the people that died from COVID-19 without the Lord. You know, I do think about them. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's heartbreaking. True. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the president <laughs> is saying the churches should go ahead and open, and he is going to override any of the governors that try to stop it from happening because... <laughs> and that's and that, and that's the thing, right? It's a mixture between church and state already. Yeah, because said state at the current moment needs a vote of said church. Yeah, and said church will bend if they can get said laws in their favor based on said ideologies. So the dependency. That, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I've cut you off enough. No, the dependency on the pro life movement, the dependency mm. on the conservative values that are somewhat blurred and melded with Christian values somehow need to be preserved. And we need to have this particular person in the White House because because we need to have our it's it's silly. Like we need to have this somehow our kingdom set up here through the government. It like it's really weird. It's like y'all are trying to have the kingdom come through the state and that is not that's what's <laughs> all that's what they charge like it's not it's not it's not i'm just telling y'all now it's not gonna happen and it's not gonna work okay but that's what spurs the kingdom coming like people don't know <laughs> as much uh as much as people try to create heaven on earth for themselves, like you are in a, in a way bringing heaven to earth, but mm-hmm. not in the way that you are asking for it, not in the way that you want it. 
It's not gonna come like this, man. And, no, and people are trying to create one one union, one one new world order, and you know, people were, uh, you know, someone posed a question. I have to go back to it. Um, someone posed a question on the internet about. They were like, I'm a believer, but y'all, and I'm not the most Christian person in the world, but uh, y'all, do y'all think that this is a sign of the end of times? And I was like, I was, I'll go and y'all could go. But I yeah. was like, I don't, it's not a sign of the end of times, biblically. Mm. But I do believe that the events that are happening are ushering in and making more comfortable the end of time signs to come through. Mm-hmm. So there's new world order, um, vaccinations, um, the, uh, the loss of what we're allowed to do and say with our bodies, with our churches, all of that type of stuff, you know, it ushers in, those type of things. Well, one form of currency. I'm like, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out. I learned that from Lost uh, uh, Left Behind. Stop. And they did stop it, by the way. Okay. For it was now. it was on again. <laughs> it was on the table in one of the bills, and they pulled it. And I was like, yeah, we're not gonna get this off right now. We asking right. too. We asking too much. We asking the devil for too much right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's an antichrist for too much. Um, nah, I, I mean, I've seen people ask that. I, I, yeah, I don't think this is necessarily it. Um, I think it's definitely, it's definitely some, like you said, somewhat of a precursor to certain things. I think we've gotten a lot of precursors over the years, and we just get just enough time to forget them until something else pops up. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I think it's just, this is definitely a reminder of all the things we we don't think are possible that can happen and can Mm. happen quickly. Mm. Um, it's a reminder like, y'all, okay. So just so y'all know it's possible. Um, and it's happening. It's inevitable. You can't, it's inevitable. He's coming back. Yeah, but it's 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 these signs are to let people know, well, to let believers know, you know. But it's also in a way to let unbelievers know, you know. Mm. But I also don't want to say that because you know, I don't know. But people are going to be people, and we are like utterly sinful. Like it is, it is, it is so crazy. Like the depths of sinfulness. Like yeah, you know, just even the thought of well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get right when I start seeing the signs. <laughs> well, what's the last sign? Because I'll get right at the last sign. It's tough. It's it's a, it's not a game to play. It's really not. And the um, Lord is not mocked. God is not mocked. Not. He, he's not a liar, and he not he know he know the hearts of every man. He's still merciful, but he's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, he said the churches are open for business, baby, and that he will override the governments, um, the governors, if they uh, try to not not enforce it. Um, I think my mom sent me a message today saying that. After he did that, 
his evangelical votes went up in the poll. You know, they know it's it's trickery. The thing is, it's trickery. Truly. And I don't understand. Like, how do they not know it's trickery? Yes, it's blatant trickery. <laughs> it's like, I'm showing you my hand the whole way. Like, you know exactly what I'm doing. Like, as soon as he said that, I was like, he's going for the evangelist vote. Again. And they're going to fall for it. Again. Or evangelical vote. My bad. And it's just like, yo, are y'all serious right now? But that's my thing, right? The church and state thing. Just because he says it's open, that does not mean that the pastors have to go back to church. Pastor in Chicago said, he's like, I don't care what nobody says. When uh, <laughs> God, he said, God going to have to wake him out of, Holy Spirit going to have to wake me up out of my sleep and slap me three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we not opening. Like when the White House tour started again, when the 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 country clubs and all this stuff opens again, then we will think about opening. But until mm-hmm. then, uh, the doors will be closed. We are still the church. We are not the building. Mm. Um, and that's the thing. Yeah. We are we are the church. Yeah. So. But I feel like that's just another example of like churches who do feel this obligation to open just because trump says it i don't know i just hope that that's just an opportunity for them to be like gut checked on like who are they allowing to lead or or take head in their life in terms of decision making Mm -hmm. because again it's like from a i mean common sense first and then a wisdom standpoint as well like you should be wise enough to know that the church opening is not something that is necessary. Some of y'all pastors ain't wise. Just let y'all know. That is a sad realization, Lon. Can we move on from that? Because, <laughs> wow. Anyway. Um, Some of y'all pastors not wise ain't at all. wise. And that's okay. But you know what you do no, when you realize? Not. No, let me say, I'm not done. I'm not done. But what you do is surround yourself with a team of people that have wisdom. That would be wise. We that, talked about this. We, hey, we did. We talked about this. Yeah. They're on that. an island Scrap by that. themselves. That. <laughs> yeah. And you know most of these black preachers is too prideful to be having anybody in a certain type of cabinet. <laughs> I never understood that. It's just you. You just, you just, you just, you the head. That's ego. Even the Trinity is three people. You can't have. Mm. It was just you. Mm. All right, fam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, look at look at the message that I got. Hello, this is mm. Annie from DoorDash. <laughs> I left your food at your door. Enjoy. Shout out to Annie, man. She know I'm doing a podcast. Andy doing, Andy doing a job. Um, man, let me talk about this real quick. But anyway, more with the Lord know I'm doing. Um, while we're here on the church in the body of Christ, man, we lost. Uh, uh, man, we lost a giant in the faith. Uh, over the weekend. Mm. Um, I I wouldn't even know where to start and where to end. Um, for you that 
um, don't know, Ravi Zacharias passed away um, over the weekend. Uh, man, Ravi Zacharias Ministries is based here in Atlanta, um, in Alfreda. Um, monumental apologist for the Christian faith. Um, always spoken love. Um, I've seen people challenge him on on crazy things and never never ruffled. Never, it was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it definitely sent waves throughout the Christian community, man. Like mm-hmm. even before um we kind of knew it was coming. Um he had uh I think brain cancer. Um yeah. and he had been doing some chemo and it helped one thing, but one particular thing just didn't get better and they basically done all they could for him. So he came home um with his family, you know, to spend the rest of the, the days he had left. And um, you saw an outpouring of thank you, Robbie, posts on um, Instagram and, and people talking about the them being dark places and going to his videos just to, man, just to be lifted and had the questions they had of God, about God, where is God? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace, Father Zacharias, man. Like, talk about being here and being used up. Yeah. Even before I was on, like, this deep journey to of, of apologetics, I found solace in the fact that there was someone out there like that that was answering those tough questions. Like, mm-hmm. even if I couldn't, I yeah. was like, well, well, I know that Jesus is real because there's someone out here debunking all of this foolishness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I said, I said my, um, my great things about him a couple podcasts ago, but that was before like we knew yeah. that he had officially passed, but um, it begs repeating, I suppose. Um, no, amazing, amazing man of God. Um, great ministry. Um, I'm one of those people that will um, join in um, in solidarity with the people saying thank you. Um, like the past few months, his uh, videos were one of the many that I would watch and I would enjoy listening to at work and, you know, just loving the grace in which he would answer um, people back with. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, you could tell that you don't get this type of, you don't get as Ravi Zacharias as we know him without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. This ain't just, I'm calm about this. It's different. Bro. Exactly. Exactly. It's different. Yeah. Like impacted Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like leaders in this stuff, you know, like, you know, impacting them to the point of tears and prayerfully to, to salvation. You know what I mean? Uh, but an amazing guy that has, um, built up a team of people that, uh, I mean, like any good leader does, um, a leader duplicates himself. And um, he has like a whole, a whole system of, of like an organization, a Ravi Zacharias yeah, organization that, yeah. that I've been following, you yeah. know, so. He's saying yeah. that people that, uh, he has people that will come, like so basically any other place, like if you can't come, he has people that, you know, if you request information or you want somebody to come and speak or anything like you ask people that will come and 
talk and you know like you said like he's replicated himself mm-hmm. uh, yeah so yeah prayers for his family um i know uh even in the midst of yeah knowing that uh this was not it for him um you know still somebody's husband somebody's dad you know uncle cousin you know that was seemingly absolutely probably a joy to just be around um in the midst of just you know all he was doing for the kingdom you know yeah god still also calls us to minister to our family as well um, yeah Amen. so definitely prayers up for them man um, and pray that god um will comfort them that the community around them as well will comfort them because um um as much as we know this isn't it um there's still pain that comes along with um you know not having somebody with you that's been with you for the past 48 years like i can't you know i I, (laughs) yeah man just just out of bare routine of life you know get up in the morning you know Somebody not at breakfast this morning. Just out of bare routine stuff, man. Um, it's definitely gonna be different, but uh, right. yeah. Um, a couple of books I'll recommend because I mean, a couple yeah. of books I recommend by Ravi Zacharias. Outside of like, just Google them or, or in YouTube, YouTube, them. Yeah. YouTube them. Like just countless, just a library of information himself. Um, in my opinion, a, a modern day C.S. Lewis of sorts, mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, uh, Why Jesus by Ravi Zacharias. Um, and um, there's another one that I have, but Why Jesus is the one that's coming to mind. Or uh, Jesus Amongst Other Gods is another book. That's I know I I'm know. getting that. Huh? Jesus Amongst Other Gods is the one I know for sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, he even speaks on New Ageism, all of that type of stuff, you know, and you know, these aren't elementary. Well, we just believe, mm. you know, very deeply rooted intel. So, yeah. You want to take a break? I can, man. Okay. Be right back. back hope y'all still with us out there doing good um so um speaking of not being black enough um Mm. (laughs) joe Joe biden uh what we speaking we weren't speaking about that we weren't at all I was confused. Uh, Joe Biden was on the Breakfast Club um, being interviewed by uh, Charlemagne the God. Um, (laughs) Mm. And uh, at some point during the interview, I don't know what Charlemagne asked him. And um, Joe Biden's answer was Y'all got to decide or still trying to figure out if you're going to vote between me or Trump. Y'all ain't black. 
Thank you, Joe Biden, for telling me how to be black. I appreciate it. You have a clip we can watch? <laughs> the whole interview was nuts, honestly. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. I did. It was 20 minutes. I was like, I ain't doing nothing. So what's your take on Joe in terms of just speaking? He can't. The man does not form... <laughs> Are like you cannot follow where he's going with his point. Like it, like that entire interview, Charlemagne. I felt from what I was perceiving, Charlemagne was literally just trying to basically say, "Joe, what are you going to do for black people? Lay out your plan." Joe mm-hmm. just kept going back to stuff that he's done in the past, and then referencing like these plans he's written out and like these things that we need to look up and I'm just like no like it's actually your job to make it clear to us what you're going to do in the interest Mm. of black people but Mm. you keep pulling up stuff from your history and it's like historically you already have a spotty (laughs) a spotty record at best right so it's just I don't know it's just always frustrating listening to him talk and then I'm just like we really could have had Elizabeth Warren sitting up here but Mm. here we are here we are. Um, I mean, Elizabeth or Bernie? They yeah. should let Bernie. Bernie was willing to lay, to lay his life down, man. That man had a heart attack. <laughs> he really was. He had a heart attack and kept going. He was going to lay his life down for us. Mm-hmm. And y'all, y'all couldn't let him have it. Oh, crap. I was about to say something, but I forgot. Oh, but the exact quote that Biden said was towards the end when they were trying to wrap the interview up because they were already over time. Apparently. Oh, he was, he almost made it out of there. I'm scared. <laughs> so like they were trying to wrap it up and Charlemagne was trying to get him to just like make his, like he was trying to make his final statements and that is what came of it. Uh, I, I found it. You found it. Host is able attendee screen share. What's it say? <laughs> you just I can't share anything. Line, you have to share your screen. Yes, Look at this troubleshooting. I, I, I just yes. fixed it. <laughs> here, here. Here, I'm sending in chat. Here. Yeah. So you could leave me on. This is the third time you done not able people to share stuff. I don't know. I gotta fix that in the middle of whatever it is. <laughs> I got one screen over here. You're asking for a lot. All right. Now you gotta watch the uh advertisements and everything too now. <laughs> I had mine queued up. Why'd you say it? <laughs> right, here we go. We can't hear anything. Just read the captions. <laughs> Wait. Well, we also doing a podcast, Victoria. So, oh, <laughs> oh you mean I'll read you that? Oh, okay. Oh, that's fun. Good. No, oh wait, how you share? How you share the audio too? No, I'm not going to give my listeners the content. Oh Jesus, what I got to change? Story. There's a lot. Y'all go watch the clip yourself. Yeah. Just Google Joe Biden. If Forget- you ain't think you ain't black, that's it. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll get that right next week. That'll be fun. <laughs> Wait, how do I? Lord Jesus. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it seemingly came at the end of the interview. I think he was trying to be funny. Mm. Um, Please stop. And it's just... He was trying to be funny. It's too close. That's, that's worse. See, Keith? That's exactly. It was all that. bad. It was all uh, bad. Full circle, man. It was all bad. But yeah, I, he. it was just that thing of like, it definitely read as like, you are far too comfortable. Or like, yes. You're far too comfortable. You think you're down? Like, you're not down, Joe. Stop. And the way he said it, and he like laughed at the end, and I was like, he laughed. He did. He was trying to say it in jest. Huge horse teeth smile. (laughs) Horse teeth smile. Um, And it's just like, (laughs) bro, you're not. Yeah. What did I say? I I said he thought he was Joe Budden for a second. <laughs> right. We'll forgive that bar. Um, <laughs> I think that he thought he was invited to the cookout, but he didn't realize the only reason he was at the cookout was because he came with a friend, which mm. was Obama, and he got he like he said he got too comfortable. Mm. Now, um, Victoria said he had his feet on the table. Mm-hmm. He did have his feet on the table. Got his feet on the table. You're too comfortable, bro. You're not. I don't think. If I can see how anybody would be upset about what he said, I could see how they would misinterpret what he said. I can see how they could be like, bro, you're not, you're not allowed to make that joke. Um, and I don't want to. I'm not going to put words in his mouth or break it down for him. Um, I, uh, when he said it, I laughed. Because <laughs> you knew he was in a whole yeah, heap of trouble. <laughs> like, he did the finger, he did the spirit fingers with you? He basically should have at that point because that's how he delivered it. <laughs> he gave us you ain't black off the dismount? Yes. <laughs> Like Tada, check me out. I, I just, like, I, no. I, uh, it was tough to watch because I'm like Joey, Joey, they they go. He, he, Joey, they say that he had his feet on the he had his feet on the couch. Oh, on the couch. He had his feet on the couch. He, they were on the, the couch. Table. Yes. Just Joey, <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden, you had your feet on the couch, and they were talking about you in the kitchen. Okay, they already been talking about you. Mm. <laughs> so you should have came in the house, said good afternoon, said, and brought something with you. Mm. Okay, nothing to the table. You came empty-handed, Joe. Mm. You came empty-handed, mm. and then you was talking smack about the mac and cheese. You can't do that. He came empty-handed. <laughs> he came empty-handed, but wanted to leave with stuff. With a uh, with, with a full plate. plate. Mm-hmm. Shame. <laughs> to leave us a go play. Talking about y'all ain't got no foil. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I just kind of just put another plate on top of it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but I had it not been him, I don't like how. Yes, he was trying to make a joke. It was ill-timed and ill-ill-advised. I get he was trying to say, hey, if you're even thinking about choosing Trump in the way he has talked about and or treated people of color, 
um, during his candidacy, his um, I guess his term as president, then I would advise you to take a second look. But you can't just come up, uh, up and say, if you're thinking about that, then you ain't black. You can't do that, you bro. You be at the polls revoking black cards. I'm confused. Yeah, bro. You have to be more poised and more articulate than that. Like you're not, you're not, you're not in the space to do that, bro. You he felt not. like that was a space because that was the Breakfast Club he was on. Exactly. He felt like that was definitely the space. No, the mass majority of people that listen to this show are of African descent. Yes. And um. This is the place to say it. This is how I'm gonna get him. Yeah, he was like, he, he was like, it just made sense to him. Like, let me just put it in plain English to say this. You ain't black. He heard he it like, some. He heard it somewhere else, mm-hmm. and he was like, "That's gonna be my new campaign slogan." That'll razzle dazzle him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's a wow factor, but everybody gonna be on board. Like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Now that I think about it. And, he, and he's this right. This my <laughs> yeah, He's right. That's not the issue. That's the annoying it's part of it. Issue. It's just like, had it been more eloquently stated, yeah, like the way that Ron put it. it, yes, that is that how is it, it should have been presented. But it's just like, bro, the delivery say, was just horrendous. Like, mm-hmm. before, I, before I go. Man, I just wanted to let you know, me and my team are working tirelessly to make sure that the people of color are not left behind in this country like they have been for no, hundreds. Why don't you of- be someone's um, campaign manager? <laughs> I, 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 I can't do it, deal with the stress. Um, well, be yeah. a campaign manager's campaign manager. Yes, Victoria's right. That's the issue. Was that, yes, He's right, but and that's and that's a lot of the issue all the time. A lot of the time, right? It's not yeah. that you weren't right in what you were saying. Yeah, it's you should not have been the one to say it. Yes, not in that matter, and especially not with that level of candor. Yes, so, at all, at all. Mm-mm. Um, because that that's the that that's what we're saying, people. He got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's a certain way in which you talk when you're amongst people that you know that you have to regard and people that you don't know too well. And then there's a certain way that you talk to people that you all the way cool with. And I've never been cool with people that should have a certain regard for me that don't know me that come in there acting like they've been my friend for years. I've always yeah. hated that. Yeah, I'm like, who are you talking to, bro? Like, I don't yes. know you. We're not friends. Like, I don't know you. And, um, but I think the other, yeah, I think much of his comfort just comes from feeling like, I mean, like they've voted for him in the primaries. Obama's endorsed him. Um, he is with what they would perceivably say the party for people of color, the democratic party, although they have, multiple times dropped the ball on return on investment that people have put into them. Um, and I think it is, it is a very dangerous statement um, to not be able to explain. Like, because then people feel like, well, just because I'm black, I'm supposed to vote for you. And then it's like, nah, bro, you need to explain that. 
Because, yes, people of color, like, we're not monolithic, but there are certain things that we deal with and how we are addressed in this country that blankets us as people of color, that we are affected by as people of color, period. Um, So you have, like, I, like, people need to feel like you're taking your time to speak to all of that and not just trying to get a joke off because you want to be funny and be lovable and likable on a morning show. I think we're also concerned. Oh, no. Go ahead, Keith. Okay. Well, I'll go because mine is less serious. Okay. Okay. Here's how he should have did this. Mm. He should have had the idea if he came up in his with it in his racist mind because I was racist. I'm going to put that out there also. (laughs) Kind of a racist thought. It was black. It's black savior. It was white savior ish. Nobody. We like. Yeah. You cannot. You can't. You can't be the one to say that as a white man in power. That's what I'm saying. White savior. And that way. And I'm yes, because I'm your white savior is what that says. So. So, but so you've already had the thought. <laughs> okay. I've, I've had the thought. It's in my mind. I can't let this thing go. How y'all not voting for me? How, y'all not really black. If y'all not voting for me. Why are y'all even on here criticizing me? Like, what's right. the problem? Right. Who right. else you y'all already, got? <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Right. So that's the thought, right? That's the thought. So. Instead of just being blatant about it, what you do is you get a film crew together, you go out on the streets and you poll people and you talk to people about Joe Biden, Biden and what what do they mm-hmm. me, think about up. Joe Biden, uh, Biden, <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, um, so, yes, you do that. Then then you take one woman aside. You take a woman aside, preferably on the, you know, prefer, preferably on the so lesser, lesser, lesser franchised type of things, for lack of better terms, because there are better terms out there. Um, <clears throat> franchise? <laughs> yep, you take her aside. And then you say, and you feed her the line. Okay, so we want you to say, we want you to say, don't tell it from the top floor. It's from Joe Biden himself. Because you don't want that to get out there. Just take her aside and say, can you say, can you say, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. Can you say that? Not the boom. <laughs> Make us sign an NDA. Yep. <laughs> Right there on the spot. <laughs> and that's how you do that. Then, But you ladle that in there with all the other organic yeah. questions. And I'm sure I'm not the first person that yeah. has thought about that but and then, had this sort of propaganda flow through. And yes, let that run. But don't say that I'm Joe Biden and I endorse this uh, mm-hmm. thing. Just let it be out there. Mm-hmm. Let it be said. Let it go viral all by yeah. itself. And like address it mid-campaign and say, I've, I've seen a video that's been floating around and I just wanted to address it. Um, 
Now, I don't necessarily fully agree with the way the young lady was trying to explain. Giving, giving, giving more advertisement to the thought itself. Mm-hmm. That's how, you, and that's diabolical, by the way. But still, it is. Like Trump is diabolical. The yeah. day of <laughs> merch goes up on his site. Yo, literally within like an hour. Within like, e- with a black model at that. A like black model with a plenty. terrible lace front on. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Somebody like that's like <laughs> Trump's doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the shirt says, "Y'all ain't black." Uh, quoting Joe Biden, and he has a little YouTube video to go along with it, saying that Joe Biden's racist. <laughs> And it's, I just. This our president. <laughs> and this is the president that, these are the two potential presidents that we have to choose from. I heard somebody say at this point, we're just voting for cabinet. Like, who's going to have the best cabinet? Because mm. both of them are just. A nah, train wreck. Like, it's a circus that's show. That's it. And I feel like. I feel like Joe will probably do a better job at it because they're already already coming together to form the little Democratic Voltron. Um, it's like mm. all hands on deck now because they, I guess they realize or see it's more serious and losing the next four years might be more costly than they're willing to, their egos are willing to afford themselves. Mm. So, um, uh, man, we gonna Black see. people, please still go vote though. <laughs> We need some. You need something for that vote, man. Like it got to be more than just the same old, same old. Like it got to be something, man. It has to be. And I'm not saying that. No, I don't think anyone is saying that they're gonna vote for Trump or they're willing to have him be in power for another four years. What they're saying is like, yo, we know that y'all can do better. Do better, okay. Because the lackluster stuff is what has costed y'all. What cost? That's what cost y'all the last four years. Mm. Thinking y'all just gonna get it by, get by on the, the thought of like, y'all not gonna vote for me, and y'all ain't black. That's literally what they've been trying to get by on the last couple of years. The pandering. Yes, he Hillary. said what. Yeah, <laughs> he said the what they sauce. all said amongst themselves. Oh, we got this in the bag. They gonna vote for you. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I don't see where. Uh, and if I, they don't, then they ain't black. They ain't black. And you know how much they love being black. <laughs> I mean, we do though. Uh, Absolutely. But not in a way that's going to alter what he thinks is going to happen. Black mm-hmm. people still need to go vote. <sighs> I'm not saying it's because, like, <laughs> no, please. Okay, not even if it's just, <laughs> y'all have to go vote. Because here's what's going to happen. Because at this point, my thing is, like, I'm not saying that Joe Biden should expect, deserves anything from us because he hasn't shown anything for it at this point, in my opinion. But I say that because it's more than just the president that Mm -hmm. needs to be voted for at all. (laughs) So I still need y'all to go to the polls because I don't, I can't, because I already have multiple, saw multiple people being like, I'm not even going to vote. After this situation, no, it's just like y'all. It's not just about the, like it's not. 
And I mean, on a I'm scale. Like, what happened last time? Yeah, so on a scale weird. of one to um, one to KKK, like <laughs> you know, I'm not giving him a pass for it because he and he has apologized for it. Um, something we have yet to see from Trump, an apology for anything. Um, he like a black parent. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you don't have time for that, man. <laughs> That's another conversation, man. <laughs> I'm like a black parent, bro. You don't apologize, just get you something new. Mm. Take you to, to the toy store or something. Y'all want get you some McDonald's. Like, Not even. They give you food. I'm about to go to McDonald's. <laughs> you and this McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to McDonald's? It's like, no, you need to apologize. This That mm-hmm. was traumatic. Yes. And I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to snap on somebody in 10 years mm. and I'm not going to know why. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to remember, oh, you did this. Mm-hmm. And you didn't apologize. And I harbored it. And now I, as an adult, have to work through my own forgiveness issues, and I have to bring things to you. And now when you say stuff, I'm old enough to respond. And then you're going to be like, why Why you got to be like that? <laughs> look, look at I'm making time for it. Right. I was like, I thought we didn't have time. I'm just saying, man. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I agree. I agree, though. Yeah, man. Apologize. Like, say sorry. Like, you're never too... Let your ego go and know where you need to apologize to your kids, mm-hmm. man. It's all right. It's in a the part long of, run. It's a yes. part of parenting. Man, in the long run, it'll be healthier for them and for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's okay to say sorry, and it's okay to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't teach your kids that, then mm-hmm. that's a whole other why we have Trump, the Trumps of the world, because mm-hmm. I'm never wrong. Um. Uh, oh Lord. They arrested William Bryan, um, the person that was recording, uh, the McMichaels, um, as they, uh, murdered Ahmaud Arbery. Um, he, shout out to his lawyer for, uh, convincing him that leaking the tape was going to be good for everyone, and it has been good for everyone. Um, just so they could see uh, what happened. Um, He claimed that he just saw a truck he knew and started recording, which... That doesn't make sense. Anyway. It do. (laughs) It do make sense. If I see Keith's car, I might pull my camera out, but, like, if I see some guns come out, I'm stopping. There's a whole... If I see a car driving down the street that I know get busy, that I know do some stuff, it might be something that I might want to rewind and watch and tell my friends about later. Mm-hmm. Possible. Uh, I just question if he actually recognized the car. I still believe that somebody tipped him off. Yeah, or I like, know. I don't know. I just have a heart, especially in... Brunswick, Georgia. I'm like, everybody drives a daggone pickup truck. How did you know specifically? Like, oh, 
That's the McMichael's boy. Because he keep his he keep his flag on this side. <laughs> and he keep his uh his flag on this side. So I know that's it. <laughs> so he's been charged with the same thing that I think he didn't get charged with aggravated assault, but he got charged with uh, felony murder. Um which if no one knows that's uh when the murder happens in the like while a crime is being committed. So like because they because they drew their guns on Ahmad, that was already aggravated assault. So if you didn't also murder him, that's felony murder, which is actual I think if I'm not mistaken, I might have to correct myself next week, but you get more years for that than first degree. Um so he I think he's in jail without bond. I'm not mistaken, because they all are, and they're not able to get out. Why so, is it his fault? Why is he charged for murder? Because this is going to go. This is going to blow back in our faces, from um, what you're telling me. So I think from what I'm hearing, at least. No, I because he was there uh, when it happened, and he was recording it. So what I'm thinking is a story that he's telling that he just saw a truck and he was recording is not lining up with what the brothers probably have told the the GBI. Um, so I'm assuming that's what happened because as far as I've read, that's all because he's been on ABC, like he's he's been in the news. There's like, a GBI, the Georgia <laughs> Bureau of Investigation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they, so the GBI is the one that stepped in and actually arrested people because the local police oh. didn't do anything, they wasn't doing um, anything. So the GBI got wind of it, they saw it, and they were like, This happened when? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Right, and y'all did nothing. Now y'all, right. oh, I was like, "Nah, we good." So it took them two days, um, two days after it, it popped up, and that was it, and they got him. And I think they were taking more time to kind of figure out whether or not they could arrest the the guy that was videoing it. Um, and I think he tried to get ahead of it by getting on the news and putting his face out there and trying to be like, "Well, I, I did that. I don't even know." And they were like, "Nah, we know." Look at my haircut. Do I look like <laughs> I make same decision? No, but <laughs> listen, man. This is what I'm saying that is going to blow back in our faces. I was watching oh incredible movie. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. An incredible movie that hasn't gotten any um um publicity. Um The Banker. Oh. Uh. Uh, is that Apple TV? Is the Apple TV and some other DSPs as well? Okay. Um, not to give away the movie, but there was a certain situation in which they these guys um had to um travail through, where um they were trying or the government or whomever or the powers that be were trying to make an example out of these guys. Mm. So if they said that they were guilty of this, then yeah, they would have been guilty of it. But if they said that they were innocent of it, they would have been like, all right, well, cool. Y'all are innocent of it. That's fine. Nick, y'all are found innocent. But now because y'all were found innocent of this, we're going to put more laws in place so that the next person that tries to do this will be found guilty. Doesn't get it. Right. So I bring that up because I'm thinking about 
this situation in our regard. So mm-hmm. now he goes down for recording. He goes down for killing people or, you know what I mean, for murdering um, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, I found it. Just uh, for recording. And I'm not going to say just recording. So they, because so I he found was, it. Oh, My bad. I'm going right. to interrupt before, before I just want to. Um, well, let me say let me say this. Let me land. I was watching. Um, I was Who watching. Who does that? that? I'm about to, I'm I saw about to it last land. night on uh, um, 90 Day Fiance. He was like, "I'm coming. I'm coming. Let me land." <laughs> there's uh, a past. There's a pastor that says that though. When he's about to wrap Mucci. up. <laughs> oh no, it's not Muji. Muji not that coin. <laughs> um. No. No. So. So if he gets found guilty of this, you know what I mean, going forward with us when we're we're out there and we're recording police officers brutality and all of that type of stuff, and this guy gets killed because of that, they can probably charge us for that as well. No, I mean they got uh, what's his name, the guy that recorded Ergonis death. They got him caught up because he had some previous charges, and they found a way to get him locked up for recording it. That's what I'm saying. Um, so that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, so this is what they said. Uh, he got charged with murder. Um, and they're saying in charging him with murder, officials said that Mr. Brian, who had joined the pursuit of Mr. Arbery and filmed the confrontation in late February from a short distance, had contributed to his death by uh, attempting to confine and detain him with his vehicle. Um, uh, so he was he's uh, been charged with murder and yes. criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Yeah, man, that's different. He he had more than yeah. in play than just recording. So I think it may he may have tried early on in the pursuit, and that's come to light. Um, because mm. from the video, it's just him outside. Well, him from inside his car. So them boys probably told on him, told more than um more than what they um, gave them initially. So, um. by the way, we are finding out more and more about this, um, about Ahmad Arbey. Yeah. And how um, unscrupulous he was in his past. At but, times. But still. Nothing. Doesn't matter. Nothing. I don't care what this boy did. And it's like shoplifting. Okay. What's up? Y'all making it out there? Yeah, it's shoplifting. And I'm like, okay, what that got to do with him getting hunted down and killed? Mm-hmm. Shoplifting? Y'all stay taking stuff from y'all jobs. Mm. Pens and papers and coffee mugs and toilet time. paper. Ta- time. time. Stealing time. Ain't nobody hunt y'all out and kill y'all? Yeah, mm. when I first heard about stealing time, I fell out. <laughs> You like the still time? I was like, that's like that. Yeah, I, I, I stole mad time in one of my corporate jobs, bro. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going down in the game. Yeah, I'm about to go uh, go like, take something out of IT. Go to the game room for a little bit. <laughs> um, but that's these new these new free companies. Like you don't have to. You just have to put your eight hours in. We don't care what you do. It's unlimited PTO. I hate Always. people who do unlimited PTO. It's a scam. <laughs> They're like, it's not unlimited, bro. It's a as scam. long as you get your work done, we don't care. I'm like, yeah, Lies. you do care, bro. 
Why is it not a scam? Well, why is it a scam? Why is it a scam? Because it's a cap on it. HR is not going to allow it. Also, from my experience, any place that's like, as long as you get your work done, they are the main ones who are like, are you sure all your work is done Bruh. when you're trying to take them Bruh. off? It's like, yo, shut, like, Bruh. am I grown or am I grown? Like, <laughs> if I'm telling you my work is done, my work is done. The, the check-in kings, man. Come on. What are you checking like, in for? I'm like, are you? And then and, also, it's just like, there's still, they still push this culture of like, it's free. You still feel like you can't really leave. because it's so free. You're like psychologically tricked <laughs> into being like, "Well, I can't let y'all know that I know." That it's, it's hilarious. Free. It's like, it's, and it's I think it's it's funnier, it's especially psychology. when you have like a good track record of getting stuff done. And it's like, yo, you know, I'm good for this. Like, right. why are you calling me right now? Like, I'm good. Like, I got it. But yeah, it's a mess. There's a new kid. Also, man. varies by managers because ah. all managers don't have the same. Like, I had one job where one team's manager actually held that up in terms of like, if your work is done, yeah, like care. you don't have to be here. But my manager, mm-hmm. one day, I want to leave at four versus six because my work was done, and she hit me with the, oh, okay. I mean. Are you sure there's nothing else for you to do today? And yeah, I look at face and take I some like, initiative. I was like, "Yes, I'm sure. I will see you tomorrow." <laughs> All right. But yeah, um, honor y'all bosses. Be respectful of them. Um, stuff like bosses that. Bosses be respectful as well, though. As well, mm-hmm. uh, they do be forgetting that fathers don't promote really your do. sons to wrath stuff. When they be throwing out that children obey your parents in the Lord. But you're, provo- you're, you're provoking me right now. It also says fathers don't provoke your sons. <laughs> I remember I told my parents, um You dropped that on them. <laughs> Wait. Would you what you want me to do? Say sorry. Like, yes, in fact. I would. I dropped on my parents one day. I was like, it says children obey your parents in the Lord. I was about 16 when I said this. And it was like, yeah. And I was like, that means if y'all not acting in the Lord, I ain't got to obey y'all. Oh, my gosh. They were like, no. no." I was like, that's exactly what that I just sat I'm in the back seat. With us. I just sat in the back seat of that car and was like, Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. They told me I was wrong. Of course. That's, That's not like, helping their cause. It was like, right. They're like, because we are in the world because we are Christians and that's, <laughs> you need to obey us right. regardless. I was like, Nah. No. Look, man, let's just be honest. Sometimes Christians are trash, okay? It happens, man. And there's grace for that. But (laughs) it happens. It happens. Anyway, um, y'all have heard me whisper that, though. So I'll I'll say it. I'll say that. Whisper what? Nothing. I'm not going to repeat it if I whispered it. Oh, I hear you whisper. I'm going to run it back and see if I hear it. I'm editing it. 
you heard me say it. You responded, but it's okay. We recorded this on Memorial Day, so mm-hmm. uh, I want to say thank you to all of the people who uh, died yeah. for this country. No yeah. matter how we paint it, no, I mean you guys died for this country, and mm-hmm. that itself is very honorable. Um, so we want to say thank you for the liberties and the freedoms that we get to enjoy in this country. So I, I want to say thank you. Um, I especially want to say a, a, a big thank you to my grandfather who was in the armed forces. Um, Shout out. Oh yeah. Also it's Memorial day. It's not veterans day. So don't tell People veterans that are still service. living. Thank you. <laughs> don't t- thank don't you do service. it. They get very upset. Don't do it. Yes. Yes. Shout out to all of them. I mean, it's too late. If you listen, if you're hearing this, it's too late. Try again next year. 2021 will be your year. (laughs) Yes. Just know that you aired tremendously in all the people that you texted. That are still here. All the veterans that you texted today. Or yesterday. still alive. Yeah, that's why they was mad. Okay. Or why they didn't respond. It'll be funny if they get mad and then you'd be like, yeah, I know. I'm I'm alive. And I'm like, yeah, I know why I'm texting you. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. Anyway, uh, (laughs) this has been that guy for the group chat. Uh, We really appreciate y'all. Stay safe out there. You don't need to go to the club. Stay home. Stay home. No reason in the world for you to run. Together. No friend, you ain't alone